Welcome back to the Portage Health Foundation podcast. My name is Michael Babcock, and we are with our last Giving Tuesday podcast of this season, um, which means Giving Tuesday is very, very near. It's Tuesday, November 29th. Donations are being accepted now until the end of day on Tuesday, November 29th. You can donate at phfgive.org slash givingtuesday. You can also stop by our office, or you can mail us a check as long as it's postmarked by the end of the day that day. Um, it'll be eligible for our $200,000 match we have this year that's eligible for 26 nonprofit partners, including our friend at Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly, Upper Michigan, who have uh, received quite a bit of money through the Giving Tuesday the last couple of years, and we're really excited to have them this year. Um, today's podcast is going to be all about Little Brothers because we have with us um, the outgoing executive director, Kathy Cassayton. And of course, if you haven't heard, they have a new director coming in, Carol Corpolis. So we'll get a chance to get to know her and what drives her and um, to help out with Little Brothers and what her experience has been with them, which has been actually for quite a long time. So Let's get right to it. So, Kathy, welcome to the podcast. Um, what? So, first off, congratulations on moving on from the from the work we've been doing with Little Brothers. Tell me about your time here. What's been most valuable to you and your most memorable experience with the whole thing? Not not one specific thing, but what's motivated you to stay with it for so long? I think a couple things actually. I mean, when I look back, I think how amazing it is to be part of an organization that has succeeded and grown for 40 years. And I'm really proud to be a part of that. I think that's just is so amazing and just uh, speaks volumes about the organization. And, you know, it's just, I, I was in the grocery store the other day and somebody came up to me and said, you work for Little Brothers, that's such a great organization. You do so much for the community. And, you know, that's just, that's something that stands out to me to see that success. And, Another thing that's really so important that I will carry with me forever is our volunteers. I think volunteerism within the organization has really been the key to our success. And to have 1,300 volunteers who help throughout a year is amazing. And it's really not just about the number of volunteers. It's just the people themselves. The volunteers are just, I've always thoroughly enjoyed working with the volunteers and I think that's really what's going to keep the organization able to grow in the future. Excellent and um, how long have you been with the organization and tell me about those early days because it's very different now. What do those early days look like? Well I actually started as an intern with Little Brothers in Minneapolis back in 1982 fresh out of college and went to work for them as um, part of my role as an intern is there were seven of us. We all lived together in a big house and we were just responsible for doing a lot of visiting and outreach to our elderly friends. And that was really amazing to, you know, just be out visiting all day and getting to know elderly people. And just the staff was so close knit. Volunteers were in all the time and just you know, for me, it was a great experience right out of college to get some experience working in the real world. But really, it just didn't seem like it wasn't what I expected a job to be like after college. So but I worked in the Twin Cities with Little Brothers for four years and then moved here in 1986 and worked with um, there were five of us on the staff at that time in the house in Ripley and um yeah, we've just grown since then. I mean, I have, I don't know, I have so many memories through the years. 
It's, um, you know, being in your office, I actually can't believe it used to be in just a, a house in Ripley. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> what what was that like moving from there to the office now with all the people you have with you? You know, that was a milestone for the organization, right? I mean, we were looking at getting something bigger, and that was a process we had been working on for a couple of years, and then did our, the organization's first ever capital campaign. And got the property we're in and remodeled that with volunteers doing 60% of the work. And, you know, I remember moving in there and just being like, oh my gosh, the space, it's, I, everything about it was great. It was bright. It was efficient. It was uh, warm in the winter and cool in the summer. We weren't overcrowded. We had space to do so many different things, whether it was activities or store, to have a food pantry. Because in Ripley, we did give food out every month, but we just had shelves on the wall alongside the stairs going down into the basement. And then you'd have to close the trap door to get the food off the shelves. So yeah, it was, that was a huge milestone. Yeah. And it's been 22 years now, which is crazy. Um, and it's still a beautiful building that's very welcome. All the things you said about it are still, as far as I can tell, still yes. very much true. Um, so tell me, what's the next step? Where are, you, where are you going to next? I'm actually going to go take a, I'll be working part-time for Little Brothers Foundation. So I'm not sure if everybody knows that, but our chapter has a foundation locally. So all money that goes to our foundation really helps secure the future of our chapter. So I have a, currently will have an office at the Judala Center. Um, Mike has been working there part-time. He'll fully retire. And that's the former executive director also, somebody yes. you know very well. Yes. <laughs> yes, I know Mike very well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's an exciting change, but it's, um, we, you know, I'm full of emotions yeah. all over the place about the next step in my life. I, I believe that, and we're excited to follow along with that. So, of course, you, you won't be done hearing from Kathy, but um, the day-to-day operations are going to see a little bit different look. You you have somebody new, and, and she's in the room with us, but I want you to talk a little bit about Carol and what she brings to the team and what you're, what you're looking forward to with her leadership. You know, I am so happy for the organization to have Carol because Carol started as a AmeriCorps member, gosh, more than 20 years ago with the organization and has just really worked pretty much every position within the organization and carol totally embodies the philosophy of little brothers she's an excellent manager she loves our elderly friends and our volunteers and just the organization is in a great place to have carol i'm really happy for the organization and happy for carol it's carol's time yeah i i love hearing that so carol we're gonna go to you next um you're, you're, let's let's just start off. Talk about when you started at Little Brothers, and also give a little background where you're from and what you know what how you got started at Little Brothers. Sure. So I am a local, born and raised. Um, very very deep roots in the community. So um, I've I've never had the desire to leave the the area, and um, I had finished college, and a someone I knew had brought up the. Um, opportunity of Copper Country AmeriCorps to me. And she's like, yeah, they're looking for somebody at this place called Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly, <laughs> which I wasn't aware of at the time. And um, 
So yes, I did two years with Copper Country AmeriCorps stationed at Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly. And really, I just fell in love. And it was something that I didn't know I was looking for. I have a business degree. I didn't know I was looking to go into social services. And but I've always had this, um, I guess you could say, respect for the elderly that I didn't know that the opportunity that could be transferred to a career to care for the elderly and, and become friends with them. And that's what I love about Little Brothers mission is it's everything is founded in friendship. So yes, we provide medical transportation, but it's it's all founded in friendship. Excellent. And um, before we get started on the future of Lyric, talk about the past a little bit. You worked with Mike and Kathy then, the, the previous two directors. And um, what was it like working with them? And what did they, what kind of vision did they bring that, that made you want to stay there? Well, I'll tell you what, um, you know, I started in the Ripley house. I was only there for a couple of years before we moved to the new location in Hancock. But um, we, there were five of us in the bedroom. Um, <laughs> Mike had one bedroom as an office. Mark had one bedroom as an office. And then all of the program people had a bedroom as an office. And and it was just like, <laughs> my my parents had, had a saying called, um, where there's love, there's room. And that just really is something I always carried with me through Little Brothers because it has just been, um, you know, of course, we're, we're appreciative of their space now, but back then um, it was tight quarters, but we got a lot of work done in that, in that tiny space. But anyway, so going back, um, yeah, working with Mike, he, um, he if for anybody who knows Mike, his his exuberance and joy and passion is just so transparent and just um you know it's just so easy to capture that magic and he is somebody who i always admired as you know he was somebody who would lead by example and he was never too too um busy or too big um or too executive director-ish to um, you know, wash some pots and pans. And, and I think that just um, what instilled me to stay with the organization is that, that this isn't just um, a career. This isn't just a job. This is um, a living. It's just like Mike just leads by example. And, and that was just so easy to follow. It, it's, it's, I can't put it into words, but then like for Kathy, um, you know, she and I have worked side by side for many years. And I know when she moved into the executive directorship, I, I could imagine it was hard for her to be able to make that change. Um, and when I moved into her role in program, I understand it now because when you're so involved in the day to day serving those elders, it is a little difficult to move to a different role and be so um, a little more removed from it. And so I find every opportunity that I can to stay connected to the mission. And so whether it's going with the program staff to do an inquiry to see if we can add a new forever friend or um, go to a birthday party or go to a Halloween party, deliver a food bag, those are the things that I find most important and I want to continue. Excellent. And so, what what are you looking at for the <clears throat> what are you looking at for the future of Little Brothers? What what kind of things do you see moving forward, and and what are you hoping to continue? Well, I just want to assure everyone that I am holding fast to the mission and philosophy. That is really important to me, and I don't want to undo any work that Kathy and Mike has built over the past forty years. 
that is important to me that that remain the same. But I do think that there is room for growth and and um, I, I believe that there's the the population that we serve um, will change um, as we as we go through the different generations and. So I want to just capitalize on those ideas that um, are brought to us and keep an open mind and be able to provide uh, our existing services, but also maybe some fresh ideas. Excellent. Let's get back to Giving Tuesday. So this year, you guys are a partner of Giving Tuesday. Um, what What are you, you know, when people are out there trying to decide what they're going to do with their money, um, why would somebody want to give to Giving Tuesday or two little brothers, friends of the elderly? What, what does that funds mean to you guys? Well, I'll tell you, this is um, the most important time of the year in terms of of donations. And right now we're going into Thanksgiving and Christmas and we're serving over a thousand meals on Thanksgiving Day, on Christmas Day to lonely, isolated elderly people who are spending their holiday alone. And this is um, a donor's opportunity to make sure nobody spends their holiday alone. Oh, I like I like the way that you put that. Um, and it and hopefully people can go out there and consider that again. The Portage Health Foundation is matching um, two hundred thousand dollars in donations. And I think we're going to end uh, the interview there. Carol, is there anything else you want to mention about your the new position you have? And then we'll go back to Kathy. I'm just really excited about the opportunity. I'm confident, um, and I would just want to say thank you for having me for the past twenty years and <laughs> and allowing me to grow within the organization, Kathy, that um that I can be in this position. Yeah, and then Kathy, um anything to the you know, we got listeners out there that have been, you know, hearing your words for years now, um, promoting Giving Tuesday, but also just in general in the community. Many people have been seeing you around. They're still gonna see you. Um but what are any any final words but before we end the podcast here? Just I'm so so grateful for really having Carol by my side through through my transition when I w- moved into the executive director position. But but really, I, I truly want to thank the community because Little Brothers' success is because the community has embraced our mission and our philosophy, and we wouldn't be here without our community. And I just want to thank everybody who has made it all possible, and I'm excited for the future of the organization. Excellent. Well, thank you guys for being here. Again, you can make your donations at phfgive.org slash Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday itself is Tuesday, November 29th. You can also stop by our office. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you next podcast.